Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! I don't create nothing, I see why you call yourself a fat bitch. It's not just because you lack attention, it's because you worship the 12 balls. You're sacrilegious. If you're gonna critique me, you better at least be as good or better. Get all the hood is wetter, whatever his name is to help you put together some words. More than just two letters, the fans waiting for this moment. Like that feature when I stole the show. Sorry if I took forever. Recording episode 80 on Sunday night. It's Monday. Or Monday, that's right, because it's the holiday. <laughs> it's Labor Day. Happy Labor Day, everybody. You know what it, no, you know what it is? It's what? week one of NFL week. Yeah. It's going to be, dude, I can't believe it's here already. It's pretty awesome. I know. Um, I got to find my spot. I kind of did a little exploring this weekend, trying to find a spot. I haven't found a good one, though. Oh, to go watch because you're. Oh, for those of you who don't know, you're in Syracuse right now. For yeah, the, I'm in Syracuse. Um, I did. I did a nice little drive out to the country. It was really nice. This on Saturday. Where, where did you go? I went. To, I just like took this like, I guess road that goes through all these small towns in upstate New York, and like went to this lake. I was just kind of bored, so I was just like. Did you go up to like? Were you near like Ithaca? Um, I was going that way. I didn't get that far, but I just kind of went to, like, the surrounding areas, uh, and it, it was pretty nice out here, man. I don't want to be here when it starts getting cold, but, uh, it was pretty nice this weekend. Well, I, I was up in Ithaca two years ago, and it's, yeah, it's really beautiful up there. Yeah, it's really nice. Um... It's gorgeous. So Ithaca's gorgeous. It you know is that? Gorgeous. No, it's gorgeous. A lot of green stuff and no, but that's their that's their slogan. Ithaca's no. gorgeous because they no. have gorgeous. Ah, uh, got it. Yeah. Um, What's new over there? So, uh, uh, like I told you, I was telling you, I just moved to the cloud. <laughs> that was a big We're in move. The cloud. Um, so. I, um, yeah, I moved all my music into, I started Apple Music. Have you done any of this yet? Uh, I have iCloud, but I haven't really, I don't know how to do all that stuff. Maybe you'll show me when I get back. Yeah, I bought some, I bought some real estate there in the cloud. Um, and now I moved all of my music off of my computer. And Are I'm, you going to have, like, nude pics coming out when someone hacks it? You know, I... <laughs> It is interesting how uninteresting my photo library is. Because it did cross my mind, like, what's in my photo library? And then you look at it, you're like, dude, there is nothing in my photo library that anyone ever would want to look at. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't take too many pictures. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I feel like I need to take more pictures to document my life more. But I don't really... Do that. I don't know. I'm never in any pictures. I uh, don't take any pictures. I don't know. I'm not a picture guy. Yeah, me neither. Maybe I have to explore a little bit longer. I should have took some pictures in upstate New York. Yeah, there you go. It was a great, shit, great, great time to do it. I, no. just, I pulled over at this really nice lake and I sat there and watched the boats and shit. 
and uh, didn't take any pictures of it. It's very introspective of you. You know, I took it in. I, I take a lot of, I mean, I usually take a picture. If I go somewhere, I take like two or three pictures as fast as possible and then put my phone away with it. Usually. Usually. I was listening to podcasts where uh, people talking about like dick jokes and stuff. So okay. it kind of changes the, uh, the, uh, the viewing of the nature. But it'll still get. So what's going on over there other than iCloud? Um. Oh, so today. Yeah, you know, I was just gonna. I wanted to just tell you this in the pot. I went and saw Crazy Rich Asians today. Oh, how was that? It was good. It really was. Right. Like, you know, this is so. This is why I wanted to talk about it. Like, I get it, and I didn't expect to get it. I kind of went in thinking, like, with some. Some thoughts like this is gonna be stupid. Um, I'd heard some Asian people upset with the way that Asians were portrayed in it, and uh, I was ready to, to take that stance automatically. But you know, sometimes even if you like a movie or not, and like I could totally get not liking this movie. It's a romantic comedy, and it's like it's a little over the top with stuff, but. Sometimes to me, and, and and you can see it. It's just movies just have like a magic. There's some some movies where everything just works, yeah. and that's the way I felt about this movie. I felt like you know it all just it all works. Well, it's, it's been number one for three weeks in a row. Right, so. but like usually you see it, and you're like the subject matter. Like I don't really want to see this romantic comedy thing about a you know. Essentially, it's if you were really gonna like break down what it's really about, it's like this guy and his girlfriend come to Singapore and take over somebody else's wedding. Now that's not the story, the plot line, but like if I'm the couple getting married and those two come in and their drama is just taking over everything, I'm kind of pissed. Um, but you'd have to see it to, to understand that. And it's not a subject in the movie. Everyone's just fine with it. But I was like, eh, it's a little selfish. I know we're supposed to like the leads a lot, but they are kind of, um, like, I'm watching the wedding and I'm watching the leads and I'm like, oh, yeah, they're not the ones getting married. But, um, but, 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 you know, sometimes you see a movie like that and there's just a magic to it. Like, they have the right... They have the right scene. They have the, like the right scenery. They have the right um, like characters, and, and they put just enough of them in that it all kind of falls into place. And you're like, that's a you know, like um, like a lot of people say it's like my big fat Greek wedding. Like you know, that was just oh, yeah. like that just worked. Yeah, it hit it hit the spot. For sure. Yeah, so this kind of does, and it, and it doesn't have to be an ethnicity. It doesn't have to be um, a. Uh, there just hasn't been a romantic comedy that come out in a long time. It's all like, well, now it's like there's a new resurgence. Now it's on on uh, Netflix right. and stuff. Well, that's that's what's good is Netflix has found that there was a market for this, even if people aren't going to go out and shell out nineteen bucks uh, or eighteen, whatever it is, uh, a movie. Um, I'm trying to think of other movies that just had that magic where you're like, you know, like Pretty Woman was like that, where everybody yeah. like loved it and it just it just tugged on the right heartstrings enough to get Sleepless people in. in Seattle. Yeah, like that, like that kind of thing. Yeah. 
You know, it's not just a regular. It's not just that it's a rom com. It's that it it just brings together the th- enough to get a mass audience to enjoy it. And it could, you know, and and like it doesn't lay on like it. Yes, it's you know, it, all, most of it is about the culture of growing up Chinese in China versus America and all that stuff. But it could have been my big, or it could have been a crazy rich. Um, who knows? Crazy rich Russians, and if they were as charming yeah. as these people, you'd have been just as happy with it. So, um, I don't know. It was good. I was like, I was pleasantly surprised. I went to see a movie this weekend. I saw um, Juliet Naked with uh, Rose Byrne and uh, Ethan Hawke. Okay. I'm gonna say. It didn't really have the magic that Jason <laughs> had. Wait, is that the one that everyone says Ethan Hawke is so... Did he direct it? And Chris O'Dowd. No, it was directed by... It was written by Nick Hornsby. Oh, okay. Um, I don't I can't... Oh, Jesse Peretz did it. The guy who did uh, that um, Rashida Jones movie. Um... The one with with uh, with Andy Samberg, yeah. Uh, and Jesse and somebody, yeah. And it was produced by Judd Apatow and all this stuff. Oh, okay. So, so basically, this movie was really flat at the end. Um, I don't know if you know what it's about, but basically, if you've seen the trailer, this guy. Um, Rose Byrne is uh, dating her boyfriend for like 10 years, uh, 15 years. Um, They've never gotten married. Played by Chris O'Dowd. And he's like obsessed with this singer. And basically she's sick and tired of him. And uh, she writes a blog uh, on his, he's got like some fan site, like wrecking the guy. And... Ethan Hawke's the singer and he reads the blog and like emails her and he goes you're exactly right I am a mess um and then they have like a pen pal relationship and then it it leads to more stuff so that being said like I love all the characters in it like the people but the biggest distraction in the whole movie was that Rose Byrne was pregnant in the movie like her character wasn't pregnant oh uh, but she was pregnant in the movie, and every scene throughout the whole movie, she had she was carrying like a bag or something that was covering her stomach, and it was the most distracting thing. Um, like one time, she had like she would have two bags covering her stomach. Like she, was, I read afterwards, she was six months pregnant. Like, and then she's like making out with uh, Ethan Hawke, like pregnant. And I was just. I don't know, it just bothered me. Okay. Like, if she's six months pregnant and you're going into production, get another actress. I mean, you can probably find another actress that's not pregnant that has that same kind of emotional, uh, I don't know. That was a little, it was very distracting. Fair enough. Um, so I did see on the airplane here two documentaries. I saw... I didn't tell you this um, when we talked last, but I saw um, three identical strangers. Oh, we sh- we should we should you should have told me that we could have made that a subject because there's a lot of talk about with that movie. 
we can talk about it on like the next podcast but i just have to say that i was pretty upset that there was no real ending to it like no there was no consequences for anything yeah like they were just like we hired a lawyer and the lawyers didn't want to get in trouble or didn't want to like hurt their chances of getting adopted kids so right. they just they they essentially have a big interview at the end with somebody who is pretty forthcoming about everything and doesn't that doesn't pay off and that's hard you're right I'm with you there yeah um, and then so I, I didn't think it was that great okay um, it was an interesting story but I just didn't think it was that good um but I did see an awesome documentary that you're going to love. A Ferrari documentary. Um, it's called, like... i got to look this up. So it's a Ferrari documentary, and it basically is all footage from, like, the mid-50s to the late-50s. It's like a four- or five-year span of, like, all these, these, race, there were these races where basically everyone died. Oh. I mean, I mean it was a... It's a horrible thing, but they knew what they were getting into, and it's all real footage of everything. So it's kind of like that Amy Winehouse documentary, mm. where it's like they show it's so well done, where you like you're put into this time, and you feel like you're in the races, and they have so much great footage of all the races and okay, crash, crashes and like. The one thing that I didn't really like was that there's a lot of people's names that you're supposed to remember. There's, like, a lot of drivers. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the turnover on drivers was so much because everyone died. I mean, there was a lot of death. Um, and then it showed kind of, like, how much of a dick, like, um, the Ferrari, uh, what's his name? Um, I forgot his first name, but the owner, the okay. founder. Uh, what is... I can't remember his first name, but basically what a fucking asshole that guy is. Mr. Ferrari? Um, yeah, Mr. Ferrari. Um, but that was a fantastic documentary. Okay, cool. We that. Well, I'll give it a chance because I did take your recommendation and watch the TV show you said I needed to watch on FX. Lodge 49. I just finished watching the last episode. All right. Well, I watched the first episode and I just, I don't get it. Yeah. Wait, you just said that so casually. You're like, dude, it's really good. You should watch it. It's awesome. I love it. But I get it. Um, Enzo. Enzo Ferrari. Oh, and okay. But but what do you like about about it? I just like the tone of it. I like the characters. I like where it's going. Um, I like the mystery behind everything. Like, I don't you... know. It's, it's, I like the, the vibe of the... Uh, the kind of like inherent vice vibe. I like it. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I liked inherent vice, but I just, it, there's just no, nothing of consequence to me from what I was like, like I just didn't care. And like, it's hard to do a slacker, you know, it, it, I mean, I get that it's like kind of an ode to the dude a little bit, but it's hard to watch that again. Does that yeah. make sense? I understand there's going to be a correlation or, a, you know, I mean, I think the the show itself knows it, you know. But, right. Um, I like it. I think it's uh, 
entertaining. But if I did not enjoy the first, is it something that I should stick with, or I'm not that stays that no, way? No, it's the same. It's the same uh, tone and all. Okay. Thing. So anyway. All right. So there's uh, so, so that's what I got. Well, all right. So let's, what should we get into first? We were gonna um, maybe we should finish up with TV that just since we started there. Oh yeah, let's uh, talk let's, about sharp objects finishing. Yes, yeah, I I can never remember the name of this show. I want to say sharper. We always say sharper images, stranger objects, sharper. stranger things, sharper, sharper things. Image. I can't help uh, it. Have you ever bought anything in Sharper Image? No. <laughs> I always go in there and see some cool shit. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna this is kinda cool. How does Sharper Image how I mean, do you think the the fact that that um stores Starting pens and stuff? Yeah. Do you think that the 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 fact that stores are closing hurts or helps Sharper Image? Like do you think I don't know. I mean I guess they sell one massage chair and they're like good for a while. Right. So do you think do you think they're they're they could benefit from being online more than being in a mall? Like kinda of seems like that should work for them. Yeah, I guess. Because if you're I like know. I mean, I don't know, it depends on how they're at but if like you're online and you see Oh, dude, this would be so cool if I had a chair that vibrated, like, I can spend 600 bucks on this, um, rather than trying it and be like, wow, this is really making my head conk back and forth, I think I'm out. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Sharper Objects, the show. Now, sharp Objects. So, sh- Sharp Objects. So, we, see, again, I can't get it right. So, we started off talking about the show. We loved the first episode. We're like, dude, this is great. Like, we like tone. And then, about five or six episodes in, we, were, we, we came back to this and said, nothing's happening in this show. Like, I don't get it. Like, wh- Are we talking spoilers here? Probably, right? Yeah, I think we have to. If, yeah, so if you haven't seen it, fast forward another. Ten minutes ahead at this point, I guess. Because um, there's no way, I think, to discuss this without. Yeah. Um, so what were your initial thoughts of the uh, finale? It, I kind of felt like it made it all worth it. Really? Like, I felt bad about complaining about it being slow. I thought it was really good. Huh. This is good. We're allowed to disagree. This I is- hate it. I hated the final twist. What? I thought I really loved the whole scene where she got like poisoned, and she was like that whole kind yeah. of like whole scene where she's like trying to uh, like leave and stuff. Um, but she's like crawling on the ground and like just kind of everything that happened from that. But the final twist is just like. All of a sudden, they're just like, here, this is the killer. And you're just like, well, why are they the killers? Like, there's no explanation to why these, uh, the three girls on the roller skates were killing people. Was it the three of them? I thought it was just her. No, it was the three of them. They had flashed to... Well, they flashed in that to... Quick, in that quick flash, you right. see them all, like, killing the one girl. Uh, I, mean, I don't... She killed the black girl um, in Chicago by herself 
but uh, I think you're wrong. What's up? I think you're wrong. No, I, I paused it. I'm not wrong. They did it inside the the slaughterhouse. Right. Um, they pulled the teeth out inside the slaughterhouse. Um, I just don't. There's no explanation to why they are killing people. Like the motivation for the mother um, was justified. Like she just wanted. She had this like she was psycho and wanted to always take care of her of the people. Right. And throughout the show, they like connected the mother to all these other girls. Like she was helping her with piano lessons. The one that died. The one. I guess the. Uh, a brother that was, I guess, the main focus of the show, like, was the suspect, main suspect. Yeah. Um, you know, they said that uh, the mom was, like, helping her with uh, her piano lessons and stuff. They connected all the girls with the mother, which I guess is how the, uh, you know, the daughter, like, decided to pick her victims because her mom was probably helping and she wanted to be the only person, is what I'm guessing. I don't know. But they didn't explain anything. Yeah, I still don't mind that. I don't know. Um, but you're right. You're right. That I was just I was just reading, like, yeah, you're right. Um, that I was. I, I was, I mean, I was just an impression it was her, and they just helped her, like, I guess I, I just assumed after the fact. I didn't think that they were the killers. Um, oh, I liked it. I, I, I did not see that coming, and I was just like, holy shit, when it happened. And you know what? That's where my expectations are for a summer TV show. I don't need it. I don't need it too much further than that. Um, you know, sometimes I do, I guess. I don't know. I guess it was the fact that, and, and maybe it's because I did, wasn't enjoying the season as much as I thought, and then for it to pay off in the end it left me satisfied so so my bar was lower, but I liked it. Okay. I mean, we have our opinions. Yeah. Um, definitely not. Is there going to be a second season of this? I mean, obviously I don't think so. Obviously, this girl's going to prison. Oh, well, who knows? I mean, Amy Adams is so fucked up in, in this. Like, who knows? Um... Well, her neighbor's going to be pissed when she finds out that the sister killed the daughter. Yeah, she's probably not going to be happy about that. <laughs> she's probably um, going to have to move out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am... Um, I don't know, like... I, I, That's a middle-of-the-night move out. So, if you were going to do it differently, like, what would you do differently to make it um, satisfying to you? Um, I'm sure the book had more stuff in it. Um that it kind of explains why, what the motivation behind the girl killing these girls would be. Well, I think the thing, the reason for it in the book, from what I, from what I read, it was because um, there were people that, um, that the mom paid more attention to than her. And then in the end, the reason she kills the last girl is because Amy Adams was paying more attention to her. That's the whole purpose of that last scene with the girl where she says, you're being, stop being a suck-up. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't 
don't know what I would have done differently, I mean. Um, I know there's like, like some controversy, or not controversy, but I don't think Jillian Flynn like, liked the way the ending went down. Okay. Um, but she's like, like she was asked in an interview, like, what did you think about uh, the ending? And she said, talk to the director. That was oh. her answer. Ask okay. the director that question. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I wasn't satisfied with the sharp, sharper image. I mean, you know, I, I, like it's, I, I was, um, but I understand that you're, you're, you're making sense. It's not like uh, you're talking yeah. crazy. Um, it's not like you're gonna. It's not like you're gonna carve into the into your back. Need better ending. Get it? Yeah. That's my that's my sharp objects joke. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Okay. Hilarious. Um, yeah, thanks. I try, but um, let's. Uh, so, yeah. So I mean, another t- another TV thing premiered this weekend. Or is that? Are we moving on to that? What yeah, else we, we can move on to that. So uh, Jack Ryan, the TV show um, with John Krasinski okay. and uh, your girl Abby Cornish. Oh yeah, uh, which is pretty forced um, relationship. I've, I've seen three episodes. Oh, all right. I haven't even totally finished the first. I got a good gist of it, um, but. Uh, we had time was running out. We had to get this podcast done, uh, and I had gone to see. I had it was a friend's birthday, so she. I went to see Crazy Rich Asians for her birthday, and, so that, and it's like midnight, but where I am. Yeah. Um, so, what did you feel about? How did you feel about Jack Ryan? Well, so far I kind of like it. Like I, I'll, I'll be honest. When you said you wanted to, to review this, I was kind of like, fuck, the, like kind of like. I don't want. To, I don't care about Jack Ryan. Like I just don't. I don't care about it. I didn't see the last one. Um, I liked why all the. Think, why do you think people care about Jack Ryan? There's been what? So there's three movies, four, five movies, and the TV show. Why do people like like this character? I'm not seeing the evidence that people do like this character or care. I think that's the problem. I think Hollywood likes writing this script for this guy, but I don't think that the audience cares that much. I think that's why it keeps going away. No, I don't... I totally disagree. The first three movies were pretty big hits. Yeah, but the first three movies... Okay, so the first... Are you talking about the one... So what's the first... Hunt for Red October. Right. That's different. That's got Sean Connery and, uh, you know, and Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin was one of my favorite movies ever. Right. It's a really great movie. Okay, then you put Harrison Ford in the role. He's in his three-year run. Right. That's right. Uh, Three film run, and then you got Harrison Ford in the next two, which is Patriot Games and Clear and Present Day. Right, but that's Harris. That's peak Harrison Ford. So that's why people care then more than they care about Jake Ryan, or Jack Ryan, Jake Ryan. See, there should be there should be a Jake Ryan movie. If those of you don't know, Jake Ryan is the the uh, the love interest of Sixteen Candles. If that guy's stopping crimes, it's pretty cool. <laughs> we should bring him back. We should. Everybody's always Where said they should bring him back. Where is Jake Ryan? Um, we should find out. Anything after that? I don't know. Um, he w- I'm look that up. Um, I saw that all the boys I loved before where they do that scene with him. That's pretty good. Um, 
Oh, we, we need to, we should talk about that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so, and then what they did the movie with Ben Affleck was the next one. Yes, that was uh, Clear and Present some of all fears. or Some of All Fears, right? They blew up like a football stadium or something in that. Yeah, there was a nuclear explosion in Baltimore, which was ridiculous. Right. Uh, that movie was terrible. Yeah, uh, and and people didn't. I mean, it, yes, it made money and it did it did well, but there wasn't a follow up. Like we need, we can't wait to get another Jack Ryan sequel in. And then was there another one other than? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that was it. And no, then, it was, uh, what's his name? Chris Pine. Right. And did people go... Uh, what's, Jack Ryan, like something recruit, shadow yeah. recruit. Yeah. That was like when he was first starting out. It like showed him in like school and stuff. Um, but uh, so we, now we have this TV series with... Okay, Jim but wait a second. Office. So you just, like you did, you just skirted through that last one. I'm sure it made some money, but did anybody really give a shit about it? Not really. So that's what I mean. Like, it's kind of like, I don't know if people really love Jack Ryan. But, like, we all like spy espionage government shit. You know? Those are fun. Yeah. Um, But, but, uh, anyway. I just uh, think that there are so many books that Tom Clancy, like, the material's there. Like, there's so many Jack Ryan novels that people are like, oh, we could just one's right here it'll be easy we'll just throw an actor in it um I don't feel like they did that with this so far no but it is hard to watch John Krasinski at a desk on a computer and not think of The Office yes I agree with that that's funny I, I, I yes but I do like this spin on him that he is I mean this is what we want I guess we get into that he's not like the world's biggest badass. Right. Um, I kind of like giving him a different, like a little different version of Jack Ryan. Um, so, so far I'm in, I like it. I didn't, like I said, I didn't anticipate liking this. I kind of thought this was like an hour. I was just going to spend, get through and, and, and talk about, but so far I thought the pilot was good. What about you? Yeah. I mean, I think the, Three episodes that I saw are really good. I feel like there's some plot holes and uh, some things that uh, you know we can talk about when you see all the when see all the episodes. Um, but um, I like it. I wouldn't say that this is a different uh, Jack Ryan though. Okay. I, I just I watched I rewatched Patriot Games this this weekend uh, in getting ready for this and I think the Harrison Ford one or interpretation is kind of the same like he never really has a gun um he's just kind of like they play up the analyst thing more this is more they give him weapons and stuff so he's kind of like a tamer I I don't want to compare it to 24 but he's kind of like a much tamer Jack Bauer. Um, and that's actually probably not what I should compare it to, but I just feel like 
they do give him weapons and he does get into gunfights and all the stuff um which is not in a lot of the movies so okay but i think the uh i enjoy the guy from uh treme yes when the beers playing the uh i like that you said a guy from treme and not bunk from the wire the wire yeah He's all. He's both of those. But yeah. yeah, but he's more uh, bunk from the wire. Right. I like their dynamic. It's not just like the angry uh, boss. It's a little bit. It gets a little bit. Uh, it starts off that way, but you kind of get into their characters and why he's there that way. I think his name's Wendell. Is it Wendell Clark? Wendell David? Wendell Clark? Wendell Pierce. Wendell Pierce. Yes. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I always like that guy. He's a, he's a good actor. He is a good actor. I mean, he kind of plays that guy. He is. He does play the same. But character. But, but we all like that guy. Solid. Yeah, a good guy. Um, you believe that he's been through shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't really believe John Krasinski was a marine and got into a helicopter crash and stuff like this. Right. Um, but I don't know. I'm, it's it's uh, it's growing on me. Good. I, li- I like Krasinski. I do too. I do too. I'm I'm like I figure I think I'm in. Like I don't know if I'm ready for the. I don't know. He's about to kind of become a lot bigger deal. I think right when you say because he's directing uh, movies that are doing yeah. well and he's like uh, an action hero of sorts now. It's like. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested in the next steps for him because. Um, I do. I'm with you. I like him, but I'm afraid of losing him to becoming that all the time. Like, you know, Affleck, and uh, yeah, we all saw how that went went sideways. <laughs> hey, look, we did a whole podcast, and then it went great, and then it went bad again. You know, who knows? We gotta do another one of those. Yeah, we should. We should do another one. Um, we got a lot of stuff we should do. We'll do Wendell Pierce. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll break down Treme. That'll really get some <laughs> some listeners and viewers. Um. So, what did you think of the uh, the overall? So, you're not a big uh, Jack Ryan fan in terms of the movies. Well, I'm not against it. I just I didn't see the Chris Pine one. Um, I liked. At the time, I liked the Sum of All Fears. I know it's probably not good. I just, you know, um, it was like a, I remember it was like a sum, it was like what, around 2000 or something it came out? Um, or like yeah, 2000, yeah, like early 2000s. And then, um, and I liked the, you know, I was in on anything Harrison Ford. I, I just watched Raiders of the Lost Ark last night. Um, 2002 it came out. Okay. So, Anyway. Which wasn't that long ago. Yeah, I guess you're right. I thought it was like much earlier than that. It feels like that. Um, but but I'm, I mean, I'm going to give it more than one episode, which is higher than I had anticipated my... There's only eight of. episodes, so it's not like a big okay. commitment. Phew. Uh, all right. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. So okay. So yeah. Would you would you recommend it? Yeah, I think I would. It's uh, as I said, there's some plot holes, 
that uh, you know you'll see when you watch it. But uh, and I think the pacing could probably be a little bit quicker. It's a little slow moving. Okay. But it doesn't bother me. I like the characters, um, and I think everyone. There's not like a terrible actor in this movie that takes away from the from the whole thing. And I don't really get Abby Cornish's and his relationship yet. Gotcha. Well, I know I know that she ends up being his wife in like the whole series or whatever, but not in this series, but in like the books and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's, it's his wife and Archer. Um, yeah, Harrison Ford's hand Archer, but but yeah, I recommend it. It's good. Cool. Um, all right. So, wait, was there any chance you weren't going to like this? I kind of think not. I think this is so up your alley. I don't know. No, I got, I got, I was nervous about John Krasinski okay. being in it. I mean, I think he's going to make, like I said, I know I'm, I said I was worried, but I think he's going to make good decisions. He's going to make, he's going to make things that you're going to be interested in seeing him in. You know? Yeah, I hope so. Um, Anyway, I don't know what he's doing uh, coming up, but maybe he's taking a break. Take a break, John. He's going to do Quiet Place too. He's directing that. Yeah. Yeah. For not a spoiler, but he's he's not going to be showing up for the cast for that one. (laughs) No. Um, Man, that's yeah. But uh, all right. So what else we got? Um. All right. So. Should we talk about, real quick, should we just talk about the new Eminem album that dropped, and then we'll end with uh, movies moving forward? Oh, question. Yeah. Before we start, how do you feel about this Colin Kaepernick being the uh, face of Nike now? Oh, I didn't know that. Did you hear about this? Uh Uh-uh. It came out today. He's uh, the new face of Nike on the 30th anniversary of Just Do It. Wow. Um, they're like releasing this whole like campaign and it says it's like his face and it says believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything and then he's going to have a shoe line huh. uh, I'll tell you I'm glad I don't have stock Nike stock um, and that's not to say I disagree with the decision I'm just glad that I I think that that's going to cause some serious yeah, there's some people that's already. But you know what? The, the, what the thing is though is Nike is such a global brand. It's not. It's not even an American brand anymore. That I. I think. I mean, that's pretty big. I'm, I'm, I have to read more about that. That's a, that's interesting. Um. Because yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy this. Uh, this whole uh, deal when you get into it. Um. Alright, so we're going to talk about uh, Eminem. Kamikaze. Talk about controversial. So, yeah, so um, not a great album. No. I don't think it's as bad as you thought it was. I, um, I, 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 I did it first and then on Saturday I, I went on, like, somehow I got caught in, like, a like, um, Michael Rappaport like rabbit hole online and 
he was like just calling out everybody that uh, Eminem like destroyed on the album, and was like yeah, just call, just calling them all pussies for for not not coming back at him. And like like a funny thing he did is he went on Tyler the Creator's Twitter feed and he had posted this song that said this is my favorite song right now Tyler the Creator, and uh, it was it was an Ariana Grande song, and. He just like replied like, "Hey man, didn't isn't don't you uh, don't you love whatever the song is where he destroys Tyler the Creator on it and it's like he just keeps calling him out. It's like really funny. He's just like, will somebody please respond to this? He had like an emergency podcast about it because I gotta listen to it. Uh, I, I I didn't. I think you have to be like a anyway whatever. You don't. You don't. Well, this is the thing." It gets, me, it gets me excited when you hear this stuff, and he, he's making these jokes and whatever, but it's never really as as good as just hearing some 50-year-old guy get all amped up about it. Yeah. But one of I the, know he, like, he, 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 he kills Drake in one of the, in a couple of these things, right? Well, yeah, I mean, he called everybody a bunch of Drake wannabes. And he also said that he, like... Drake put him on one of his songs and he basically like like owned the song yeah he made like I forgot what song it was um I gotta look it up but yeah so he's just calling out this whole album is just him calling out people yeah alright so here's a list that somebody one of one of those guys put together was Lil Pump Lil Yachty Lil Zon it was a song called Forever okay Machine yeah. Gun Kelly, Tyler Creator, Drake, Charlemagne the God, DJ Academics, Joe Budden, Donald Trump, Mike Pence, The Grammys, Earl Sweatshirt, and Lord Jamar. And he, like, yeah, Kendrick Lamar, too. So. Why, why is he calling out Kendrick? Uh, I don't th- I mean, I think it's all for sport. Yeah. Oh, the song is called Fall. That's the one that's the one where he, he goes after everybody. So, here's the thing. Is it that bad? I just didn't... I don't know. It didn't... I didn't like it. I just thought it was... Uh, just kind of like... I felt like he rushed the album out, which I think he did. And uh, I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it as much as I liked the other ones. Okay. Well, I kind of liked... The, I, I didn't... Like I said, I didn't like it upon first listen. But then after I, like... Was reading about like and and you know heard him calling out all these people. I was like, okay, this I kind of like because it's like sport. You like you're like, why would you say something bad about Kendrick Lamar? It's because it's like sport, you know. Yeah. Respond. I want to make some like let's let's this is hip hop. Let's like let's do it. Let's go at it. It's, you know. It's not so much supposed to be like I hate you and someone should kill you and then you can come back and kill one of my people. It's like let's battle it. A battle of words, yeah. Because yeah, you know, because I was reading this article about it where they were like he's they're like, you know, he's just an old guy and he shouldn't be taking on young rappers because he doesn't know you know, like he's out well, of touch. Machine gun Kelly thing. Well, is that what? What? Yeah. Well, so, what's the story of that? I didn't. I you sent me something about it, but I didn't get to it. You didn't. You don't listen to the video. 
Yeah. Dude, you gotta listen. You gotta. Oh, damn. That whole song was Machine Gun Kelly wrecking Eminem. It's it's kind of awesome. Okay. So basically, like, what happened? What had happened was, um, <laughs> I guess back in 2012, I did a deep dive after I saw it. Nice. Uh, and Machine Gun Kelly commented on Eminem's daughter, saying she was like really hot. Oh. And started like saying all the shit about his daughter, and Eminem basically got pissed and basically banned him from Sirius. Oh. And, and like, or his Shade 45 station, like, they weren't allowed to play any Machine Gun Kelly songs. Uh, had all these people, like, try to get him to apologize. Puff Daddy. And all this stuff. And Machine Gun Kelly's like, dude, first of all, it was a joke. Uh, and he basically said that when Eminem was younger, he did the same thing. Yeah. Like now that he's old, he's like almost gonna be fifty in the in the video he talks about it. When he's like forty six. He's like now you're just like a grumpy old man just like trying to kick down everybody. Just, you know, enjoy your riches and let her, let everyone else like do their thing. Stop taking from this is from his, you know, point of view. He's like, You're taking money out of my me and you are basically the same. We both are single fathers. We both are from kind of like in the same area of the country. And, you know, he's his idol right. when he was growing up. And basically he's just like taking money out of his pocket by not allowing him to be on these, you know, serious and all this shit just because he said something in a tweet about his daughter. And it's like, I... I didn't even mean it to be, like, disrespectful. I just said, hey, she's good-looking. I don't know. So you're, in a, you're a Machine Gun Kelly apologist. I'm just saying, the uh, when you watch this video, which is called Rap Devil, because he was, you know, uh, a take on an Eminem song, um, Rap God, um, he just basically, this is all from his words, that he's like, Dude, I'm like basically younger than you, you know, and I don't know. He's just, you have to watch it. It's pretty awesome. I will. All right. I, I don't really like Machine Gun Kelly, so I'm kind of like going to already be against that. That, But, you know, here's my here's my other counter take on that is if you are going to say something about someone's daughter who is not in, you know, the limelight, then... Um, you know, I hate to say, but it, like, is that it, like there's like you should suffer? Like, like, I don't think that's what Eminem would have done. Although he did rap about his daughter quite a bit his whole life, so he did kind of bring her up a lot. He put her in songs. It's interesting. And he rapped about like you know other you know yeah. girls being hot and stuff. Sure, but they weren't. They weren't like somebody's daughter who wasn't in the public forum. Okay, I got you. You know. Um, yeah. So I, I think, think uh, I think you'll like this. Uh, okay. This video. It's. Uh, it's. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, I. Uh, and then I'm going to be interested to hear Mike Rappaport's thoughts on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
which is like just shows you like what's wrong with me. Here's a quote. Machine Gun Kelly said, I'm standing up after he released all this stuff. I'm standing up for not just myself, but my generation. I'm doing the same shit you did back in your day. Life is still real on my side, and I have to take time from the grind to defend myself from someone I called an idol. Love, Rap Devil. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You guys have to watch this video. Maybe we'll. Maybe this will be the song on the uh, on the show. Who knows? It, it should probably be one. All right, well, we'll see. Um, maybe you play it at the end. Well, there you go. All right. Anyway. Hey, you're the captain now. Great. So anyway, do you have anything else to say about Eminem? No. I mean. Like I said, a little underwhelming, but I'm getting there's. But I still like I still like his rhymes and uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like I so much of, the, of where you fall on this sort of thing now seems to be rather than looking at it objectively is just kind of like where you stand. Like to me, I like that there's a guy my age, like coming at young young dudes, but you know doesn't make it necessarily good. So I understand. <laughs> Well, I mean, the last, I mean, you weren't a big fan of the last album. I thought the last album was pretty good. Yeah. So. Good, yeah. Um, all right, so let's do the last thing we're doing is, uh, what, the, the the movies coming up in the fall slash winter. We're going to try to do this rapid fire style, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got the uh, calendar up. I'm not going to go over every single one, nope. but uh, movies that I'm sure you'll have a comment on about all right, let's start it up. So we'll start. What are you gonna, so you're starting September. September fourteenth. Predator. Oh, so wait, you're skipping Peppermint on the seventh. Uh, we'll skip. Okay, Peppermint. Jennifer Garner is an assassin. Stole my script. But uh, sure, so I guess her family gets killed. She goes away for five years. Becomes an assassin and comes back to kill everybody. What are your thoughts? Are you going to see this? No. I just don't see Jennifer Garner as an action star. I know uh, we're trying to fit in like people into different boxes, but I don't think she fits in that box. But she she started off as an action star. Yeah, but it didn't work. What are you talking about? It was a really popular television show. Oh, that wasn't really an action. Come on. Alias? Yeah, Elias right, is a fine. is an action well, show. I don't see her that way. So there you go. Well, that's what's interesting about it is she was. Is she now? We'll see. I don't. Anyway. I thought you were talking about Electra. Well, then there's Electra. There was, um, yeah. What's the uh, Daredevil and all that crap? But yeah, she start off. I mean, you think Elias? That's like what was it, on five years or whatever. Yeah. It's a popular show. I, I, I know. I don't consider that an action, but all right. All right. So, The Predator. What do you think about The Predator? Well, I'm excited that Shane Black did something, but I just watched the trailer yesterday for this, and I don't... I don't... I don't care. I don't want... I'm not going to see it. Uh I got to watch this. I think it's going to be good. 
Yeah. I don't like. I don't like that they changed the Predator. Because, dude, you're making a Predator movie. Let's not change the Predator. The what? Predator is the Predator. How did they change the Predator? I didn't notice that. There's a like a jacked up Predator in this movie, like a like a hybrid or something. Okay, there's uh, a bunch of Predators. There's a couple, but there's one main. There's a new Predator that's like jacked up and like nine feet tall. Now I like the main guy, the guy from Narcos, but I don't know if I, I don't know about him being my lead in a movie just yet, um, without anybody else in it. We'll see. I, I don't even think there is a lead. I think it's like just uh, kind of an ensemble thing, which I find is weird. I think they needed a lead. Okay, I kind of thought because he's the one that gets out of jail and he's like, uh, I'm I'm the guy that's or gets where out, you know, put on that bus with everybody. And he's like, yeah, I'm the guy that taught aliens. Everyone's like, get out of here. You don't like Keegan-Michael Key Key is your lead? I don't think he's the lead. I think he might be be the comic relief. Sterling K. Brown? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Shane Black. It's like uh, the guy makes great, good stuff. So I'm I'm curious. But 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 my curiosity is at a minimum. Same day as this new Paul Feig movie, Simple Favor. So if that, I'm intrigued by that only because it's Paul Feig, but I don't like, I don't really, Anna Kendrick bothers me. Yeah, I can see that. And so. There's like, a couple movies I like her in a lot. It's like, she's super cl- like clever. Like she think or she thinks she's super clever. I mean, I don't know. But I am yeah. interested because I can't get the tone of that movie. And the fact that Paul Feig's doing something like that, in, like gets me interested because I love Paul Feig movies, you know. Or I don't say I love Paul Feig movies. That's a strong statement. Um, well, y'all, you know, we loved Freaks and Geeks was like the best. I like Paul. I love Paul Feig movies. Uh, I'm gonna say that. Okay. What, what we? Bridesmaid, The Heat. Right. Um, Ghost, I Ghostbusters. I didn't love Ghostbusters. So there's three. What other, what else? Like that's what I mean. It's kind of strong statements. I love his movies. All right. But all right. So we're on the fence about that one. Yeah. So how do you feel about life itself? What is life itself? Remind me. I, I'm I'm trying the to keep. Guy, up. Uh, this is us. Dan Fogelman or whatever his movie. Oh yeah. Um, Which looks like a tearjerker. Yeah. Oscar Olivia Wilde, Oscar Isaac, Annette Benning, Mandy Patinkin. It's yeah. got a huge cast. Sam Jackson, Antonio Banderas. Um Yeah, I probably won't I probably won't see this either. I don't know. Your your significant other may uh, wanna go see this. You never know. Uh, um, there's another movie coming out September twenty first. I'm just gonna go by this, but Sisters Brothers? got really good review in Venice Film Festival. Right. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley, Jake Gyllenhaal. It's the West Western. Yeah, the Western. Uh, so that's going to be uh, supposedly really good. Okay. And we got Night School. How are you feeling about Night School? Is that the twenty first as well? That's uh, the twenty eighth. All right. So you're missing you're missing a couple because one of the things when I was saying that I was interested in documentaries that Quincy Jones documentary is going to be sick. On the twenty first. Oh, I don't have that one. Okay, he's like, uh, he's a met. Like, he just 
he talks about everything, and half of it's true. Um, another thing that you were missing that I figure we should probably talk about is White Boy Rick. Oh, yeah, that got a terrible review. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. I'm not, I'm not really <laughs> feeling it. Here's yeah. the thing. With a trailer with White Boy Rick, it's a movie about... It's it's a movie about the eighties. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Right, right. But the music they use is from the disco era, and it's like that's very. That's from the trailer, though. I know, but that's what I'm saying. If you're trying to sell me that it's the eighties, you can't play "I Feel Love" yeah. by Donna Summer or whoever it is. Like, you know, like if you're gonna have me buy into this period piece, use a song from the period. Um... It's just two. It's just two. It's, you have two minutes to show me what you got, and you're gonna take a song from five years earlier to show a period. Yeah, you lo- you lose me there. I'm sorry. Maybe that's a crazy thing. What's next? Um, high school. Oh yeah, I'm so out on that. Kevin, Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish. Oh, that just. I mean, that just. That should just be called headache. Yeah, it's going to be uh, not funny. Pop 2 Advil, I'm going to see the movie Night School. You know, and maybe it'll be funny. I don't know. It's just, seems to me it's going to be the same shtick. Look, if, if it if it works, I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm sure it'll do well. And, you know, there's a chance I'll watch it and laugh and be like, you know, like, I fought, anyway, like, I fought House Party forever, and it actually turned out to be funny, and I was like, I refuse to think this is funny. Um, Dude, I know, but I was saying. What about? Here's another one from this from this month. What about the nun? Do you think that that looks scary? That trailer was scary. Because I, I just saw that trailer in the movie today, and I was like, "Holy crap!" I don't like religious scary shit. Um. All right, keep going. Sorry. Well, I don't, okay. Well, it's so we got uh, that same week. There's this movie called The Old Old Man and the Gun. Which is supposedly uh, Robert Redford's last acting yeah. movie. Yeah. Which has a pretty good cast and got a pretty good review. Um, I think it was at Telly Ride or whatever. Right. Um, but it also has Casey Affleck in this thing. So does Casey Affleck derail? Because he's in Me Too jail right now. Yeah. Um, you know, did he derail Robert Redford's final movie? I don't. You know, that's an interesting question. Like you notice in the trailer, they don't show a lot of Casey Affleck. No. I like the the look of this movie though. Okay. I think it looks. It's like, like it takes place over a bunch of like decades. Yeah. And uh, it's about him, like I guess, breaking out of prison and doing bank heists. Right. I like all that stuff. I like heists. But, and I like prison breaks. Okay, but they've tried a bunch of old men robbing places, movies, over the last 10, 20 years, and it's the same jokes over and over again. So I, I'm a little fearful of that. I don't think it's a comedy, though. Oh, I think it's but a, do, it, it's a mix like of drama, comedy, hair, and romance. They do dye his hair, though, to make him look younger, which is always a problem. All right. Well, I, that that part I can get over. What I can't get over if it's a bunch of jokes about him, like I'm too old for this shit. Uh, I think he does say that at one point. Oh, okay, great. In the, tra- in the trailer. <laughs> um. All right, October fifth. Star, a star is born. Where are you on this? 
I'm I'm super interested, um, but I'm not expecting a lot. Um, I, I think it's gonna be good. You, yeah, I know you do. Um, I I am fearful of how much everybody really likes themselves who's making this movie. I agree, and I don't like. I'm a little weary on Bradley Cooper's character. This all like like scraggly voice. Uh, down rocker guy yeah I mean uh, have you seen have you seen the original any of the originals because I haven't no alright well it's not true I saw it a long time ago but I don't remember any of it alright um oh see you're so much more honest than I am I'd just be like oh yeah totally it sucked um yeah it was one of those things that I didn't even like retain um, so yeah, but I mean, I think it's going to be fascinating because, like I said, I agree. Like I was listening, they were talking about this on the Ringer, on Ringer podcast, and they they're like, dude, they've already told the story like fifty times about how she came into audition and Bradley Cooper made her take off her makeup. Like that's like the big selling point with it. Wow, I know, stupid. But but uh, but if it works, it's going to be very. It, it it could also work really well. So. It's gonna make a shit ton of money. You think so? Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Everyone's gonna see that movie. And they'll definitely gonna create be, like an original. Be like the bodyguard. Yeah, they'll definitely create like an original song for it so that they can make money on the soundtrack. It's smart. Yeah. All right. So then counter programming that week, Venom. We got Ven- Tom Hardy. Venom doesn't look good. No, it looks terrible. Um, I'm not into Venom. Yeah, um, I'm not either. And I'm shocked because I like, you know, we like Tom Hardy. So, I don't know. I like Spider-Man shit. But supposedly Spider-Man's not even the movie, which right. I don't get. Because you can't have Venom without Spider-Man. It's just weird. That's how Venom gets his shape. I don't know. I'm not a big comic book fan, but it just seems stupid. Okay. Uh, um, next week, First Man... Yeah, first man looks awesome. It's gonna be great, and and I'm so pissed that everyone has this controversy about it being un-American. Sure. Yeah, because they don't show them putting the flag down. Or but something. it's a bunch of people who didn't see it who are arguing about it. Like yeah. that's like it's just one of those points. It's just so dumb. Yeah, I hate. I just. It's like when people give reviews to movies. Yeah, they've already condemned the movie before they even see it. It's stupid. Um, all right, so that same that same week, I, first first man's gonna be amazing. Yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be nominated for best. So picture. he's pretty much that guy is pretty much the guy now, right? Damien Chazelle. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, all of this. He's he's picking good projects right now. Right, and anything he does is like must see. Like it's an, it's almost he's almost event watching now. Yes. You know, there's. I think, I think after this, he's going to be. Uh, he's just going to be hitting the high off, notes here. Off the top of your head, who who right now are event watching directors besides him? Um, Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino, I agree. Scorsese. I don't know. Is he? Is he? I mean, everyone's rating for the Irishman. I know, but it's a Netflix movie. Like, here's the thing. Like, I'm with you. I think you but and Netflix I are, but I don't... It's going to come out in the theater. It's going to come out in the theater. I don't think Scorsese's a... I can't miss his movie. Like, no one saw Silence. 
Right, but okay, I see. I don't want to argue about silence. Um, he made that for himself. I understand. I understand. But what I'm saying is, David Chazelle makes a movie for himself. Hey, right, whatever. Um, I think Christopher Nolan's there. Yeah, Christopher Nolan definitely. Um, P.T. Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, is Alfonso yeah. Cuaron there? I don't know. He hasn't made a movie in a while, so this right. this new one that he's got that people are saying so is we'll, really good. We'll cap it off there for now. I'm sure there's plenty we're not thinking of. They come yeah. to you and say it, but um, um, all right. So keep going. So that same week, what's a movie I'm really looking forward to? Bad Times at uh, the El Royale. Oh, I think this looks terrible. It's uh, directed by the guy who did. Um, what was that cabin? Uh, Boy, cabin in the woods. <laughs> cabin in the woods. Oh, okay. Um, it kind of has that same vibe. Th- um, that I did. I, Chris Helmsworth, uh, Dakota Johnson, Jeff Bridges, John Hamm, Nick Offerman. It's got a huge cast. Um, I think it's gonna be awesome. See, I didn't realize that. Now that because you couldn't have gotten me to see a cabin in the woods. I was like, this looks so stupid because it, it's a mixed. It's like a cross-genre movie, and then I went to see it, and it was awesome. And so maybe this will do the same, because to me, I'm like, this movie can't make up its mind what it wants to be. But I didn't realize it was that guy. So I might be... I, I mean, you like, can see in the trailer that there's like like a whole thing inside the walls and shit where you can see in everybody's room. All right, I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm reserving. I want to take my, my initial thought off the board. I didn't realize it was that guy. All right, go ahead. All right, then we got... Uh, the next week, Halloween. Yeah, let's just skip Halloween's it. No one cares about that movie. Let's go. Yeah, it's going to make a shit ton of money. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Jason worked on Halloween, and he says you're welcome. I do. I say you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, um, it's going to be awesome, of course. It is going to be good. Yeah, people are like, uh, people are pumped for that movie, man. And you're right, it's going to be... They're saying it's tracking to like $75 million or something. Awesome. Good. First weekend. Good. Um, so, and I'm not going to get anything. And then, uh... <laughs> and so yeah, I guess you can't really, movie. you can't really speculate since you've read the script and worked on it. So you're, you're, you know, we'll just leave it there. Yeah, I won't tell you anybody that happens, anything that happens. But Michael Myers is in it and he's killing people. And it's really Jamie, it's really Jamie Lee Curtis. All right, keep going. <laughs> so there's a movie called Serenity. Okay. Seen the trailer for this, the Matthew McConaughey and Hathaway movie where she no. gets some number to kill us, Jason Clark. Jason Clark's like her, uh, it's got a huge get Diane Lane and Jamin Hansu. Mm-hmm. Um, this looks interesting. Okay. She, uh, Anne Hathaway, I guess, old flame is Matthew McConaughey, and she asks him to kill her husband, and then all this shit goes down. All right. Um, it's one of those. Um, the next week is uh, Suspiria, which I'm really interested to watch this thing. It's the remake of Dario Argento's movie that you saw probably in school. I don't know if you did, but I remember seeing it in school. It's like a really experimental horror movie um, with Dakota Johnson and Tilda Swinton, where it takes place in a ballet um, school in Berlin. Right. And some fucked up shit happens. 
Okay. Uh, there's also a. Let's see. The next week. Wait, are we still in October? We're in October. What else? Yeah. What do you got in October? Um, there's a movie. Uh, one another documentary. I want to see the Great Buster, a celebration. Oh yeah, that looks fantastic. It's um. The Buster Keaton, it's a documentary on Buster Keaton with like Mel Brooks and Tarantino and all these other people. Um, yeah, that looks great. There's a documentary about Studio 54. Um, yeah, I haven't seen anything on this, but I read it in that little Entertainment Weekly blog. Yeah. I'm yeah. Uh, and then Beautiful Boy, I think, is going to be an excellent movie. I Which think one, that beautiful boy. that's with Steve Carell and Timothy Chalamet, and Timothy Chalamet is a drug addict, um, and his dad's trying to save him, and it's basically his whole life. It's like told from when he was a kid till now, from when he was a kid to drug addict to recovery, and like who he's been in all those different things. And I just think, I think Timothy Chalamet is kind of like, I think he's. He is on the verge of being a movie star. I think that he's like, he's the next big guy. To that's what I that, I'd put my stock in him. I think the stock's already up. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, I think, I think, like, I'm not talking about like he's popular. I'm talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. like five, ten years from now, he's making DiCaprio movies. You know what I mean? That's kind of my thought on him. So, like, I, I, I'm keeping a close eye. So when I see something like that, I'm, I'm interested. All right, we're moving in November. Unless Great. you have anything else. No, because we should probably start speeding up a little. Yeah, Boy Erased, November second. Looks probably uh, it's Joel Edgerton's movie about with Nicole Kidman, and Russell Crowe, Lucas Hedges about. Uh, they're, I guess, Christian, and their dad's a pastor, played by Russell Crowe, and Lucas Hedges is, uh, comes out as gay, and, like, they basically, like, decide whether or not to disown him, or they send him to, like, a... To, like, camp to... Camp and stuff. Yeah. Um, supposedly it's, uh, gonna be a pretty emotional movie, it looks yeah. like. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm. Um, um, yeah, I don't. I'm. Um, I don't know how much I trust Joel Edgerton as a director, but we'll see. Yeah, the gift. Gift was great. Okay. Um. Actually, he is a pretty good director. Um. Then we got Bohemian Rhapsody. I, I've expressed many times that yeah. I'm. I am very much uh, fearful of this movie. I think it's just going to fall into every music cliche ever. It's going to be yeah, like Solo, where they just go over yeah. all the things you think you know from history and not really any depth to them. And the whole thing of him, uh, I'm losing the director uh, midway. It's, it's, it's probably not a good thing. Right. Um, It'll be a good soundtrack. So, yeah. So what else we got here? The front runner. The front runner looks awesome. Yeah, it looks really good. They're saying Hugh Jackman's going to get nominated for uh, an actor award I mean, for this. Do you remember the whole Gary Hart scandal? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a big deal when we were growing up. So that kind of taught us about scandals. Like, that was our first one. Yeah. So Hugh Jackman. Jason Reitman, though. I, I know. In, I, did, I didn't see Tully. I liked, I liked Tully a lot. Uh, it's like on my... 
list to watch, but I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, I like but, Kelly a lot, but it's not something that you have to see. You know what I mean? At least to me. That's where I fall. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. so uh, Hugh Jackman plays Gary Hart, Vera Farmiga, J.K. Simmons. Um, yeah, it's going to be really good. Um, the week after that, The Girl in the Spider's Web. What do you think about this? The girl in the spider's web. Uh, Claire Foy is playing. Uh, oh, yeah. yes. Um, She's playing uh, Lizbeth Salinger. Well, here's the deal. So everybody loved the girl, the dragon tattoo, the origin, the the Swedish version. But the second and third movie of that that they made, the Swedish ones were terrible. They took like, a really good character and they made terrible movies about it. And then you thought Dave Fincher. Huh? Yeah, go ahead. And you thought Dave Fincher was going to come in, save it, and make the you know his version of it. And the girl giant tattoo was good. It wasn't like life changing. It was just fine. Um, so I'm interested in seeing someone else's take on it. Yeah, it's a. I think he's a Mexican uh, director. Uh, he did Don't Breathe, that movie Don't Breathe, and Evil Dead. Yep. Okay. So he's, he's, he's done some horror type things. Um, so he's like the director now, and Liz and Claire Foy from The Crown is is the uh, the main star in that. Okay. I'm interested. All right. What else? Uh, um. Then we got Widows. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about Widows. Like, um, I mean, I don't think Viola Davis does. I think Viola Davis can kind of pick what she wants to do. But and Steve McQueen, that guy made a bunch of like or made two really really good movies. Um, yeah. So, I I will I will withhold judgment because that seems like a good group of people to be working together. Um, however, um, the the premise is not the premise is right. It's like all these widows of guys that were killed who are like mob guys and they they have to like finish the job or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, there's something about that. I mean, I don't know. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Steve McQueen. You know. Yeah, Steven. So, November 21st um, has, like, a huge slate. I guess this is for Thanksgiving. So, we got Ralph Breaks the Internet, which is Wreck-It Ralph 2. Yeah. We got Green Book, which is probably going to be one of the best movies of the year. That's with... Um, Oh, Mahershala Ali. Yeah. Vigo Mortensen. Yeah. Directed by Peter Farley, which is weird. Yeah. Linda Cardellini. Did you um, see the Did you see the trailer for it? Yeah, it looks great. I I was like I, I saw it was in it after like the first five or ten seconds. I was like I don't need to watch this, and every scene kept me captivated. And I was like by the done, I'm like I can't wait to see this. All right. Yeah, basically, I think Vigo Mortensen plays like a New York uh, bouncer. And is asked to drive Mahershala Ali, who's a, I guess, a musician traveling through the South during a time when uh, he probably needs a bodyguard. And so, I don't know, it's good. All right, what else? Um, so that same day, Robin Hood. Yeah, I'm not in. I'm not feeling Robin Hood right now. Okay, I think it looks cool, but I, I'll probably, there's too many things coming out. I probably need to probably skip that one. Creed two. Oh really? 
Creed 2, November 21st. going to okay. be awesome. Oh, yeah. I don't know why Entertainment Weekly didn't make this more of a thing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Creed 2, November 21st. I mean, that trailer is just a freaking amazing. So if you haven't seen it, check that out. Yeah, and then uh, the ba- end of the month. Basically, Creed fights Ivan Drago's kid. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And then um, end of the month? End of the month is that if Beale Street, the guy who did uh, Moonlight, his new movie, if okay. Beale, Beale Street could talk, we'll see how that comes, what his uh, second movie is. And then uh, that's it. What, what do you got in November? Um... <laughs> A private war. I just saw that trailer yesterday, and I don't think I'm in. The Rosemund Pike, she's like a photographer, a journalist. Not photographer, she's a journalist who covers a bunch of wars. It's based on a true story, and it's kind of like seeing all these wars through her eyes and how she's done more to help people than, like, governments. Um, Yeah, I'm looking at the poster right now. She's got an eye patch. Yeah, she wears an eye patch for a lot of it. She's not... Attractive Rosemond Pike in it. Um, Griff, the Fantastic Beasts. I still haven't even seen the first one, but it's worth noting. Yeah, I'm out on Harry Potter. I can't stand watching Eddie Redmayne's face. I just can't. He just always looks like he just farted or something. Like he's always like, or like that he's in just an amazement at what's ever happening in front of him. It's just, it's, it's so. I mani- think Johnny Depp's in this one. Yeah, he is. It's so manipulative. Um, and the last thing was the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, uh, yeah, that's going to be great. It's that's the Coen Brothers. Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. Which, which it was originally a uh, six-episode series on Netflix. And they basically condensed the movie to a movie. They changed it to a movie. Oh. They shot, they shot six one-hour, like, mini-shows. And... They were like, you know what? We're going to make this a movie. And, like, cut it all together and made one movie. Interesting. So, I didn't know. We'll all right. See, yeah, all we'll right. see how that goes. So let's do December because uh, we're starting to run out of some time. Um, all right. So we got Mary Poppins. I'm just going to do, like, just the month of December. I'm not going to go by the week. That's fine. Mary Poppins. I saw so I saw the trailer at D twenty three last year, and I actually got excited about this. Yeah, it looks good. It really does. It looks good. Um, the Steve Carell Zemeckis movie, Welcome to Marwan, which I think is going to be great. Right. Um, and uh, Bumblebee. What do you think about Bumblebee? Uh, I still haven't seen the last two Transformers, so I'm probably not going to check out Bumblebee. They're, well, they're they're rebooting the whole thing, making it more like, uh, well, they're trying to more like an ET type thing. Um, I, I we, here we've talked about we've we've had extensive conversations because we're creepy older guys about Haley Ste- uh, Steinfeld. Uh, yes. It worries me that this is her next movie. And it takes place in the '90s, I think. Oh. It's a period piece. Because I think she's really good, and um, we'll Dude, see. She had to go out and get our money. I guess. I hope she doesn't like it too much. We need her making Edge of Seventeen type stuff. All right, keep going. What else? Holmes and Watson. Oh, God. Will Ferrell and uh, John C. Riley as Sherlock Holmes and Watson. Like, 
I, I mean, don't think this has any chance of being bad. Yeah, this is the biggest. This well, to, I think this is the biggest short thing of the year. But okay, <laughs> it's gonna be so good. <laughs> um, another movie that was pushed that I'm really excited to see that kept getting pushed, which is never a good sign, is that Alita Battle Angel movie. Yes. Uh, I'm finally, finally coming out. Yeah, that that movie looks really good, but you're right. There's some scary stuff about that. It's with Mahershal Ali, Christoph Waltz, and uh, I forgot who's playing the uh, the, the uh, robot, but it looks really good. Her name's Rosa Salazar. Yeah. So it's been a big, you know, the trailer looks good. Um, it's been a big thing in all of like the stuff we work at, like the video game conventions and. Comic cons and shit, they're all like excited about that. So, um, like I've seen her costume broken, it's like it's good. I'm, I, I, it looks good. Um, okay, yeah, it looks really good. Um, Aquaman, no, that looks on the opposite of good. Aquaman looks awful. Um, I'm interested in this Mortal but wait, Engines. But wait, we'll, we'll probably go see it, right? I don't know if I'm going to see that movie. No, I think we'll, I'll wind up seeing that, but it's going to be bad. All right, what was what the next one? Well, I'm James... interested in this Mortal Engines movie. Have you seen it? No. It's like the Peter Jackson movie that's coming out. Hugo Weaving. Okay. Uh, it's about machines, and uh, it's like a futuristic thing. Um, it looks good. Um, oh, so, well, who knows? It's, that's gonna be it. Uh, on the basis of sex, which is the Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie. Oh, okay. With uh, Felicity Jones, who's always good and is probably gonna get nominated for it. Um, I thought that was gonna be the movie uh, What Men Want instead of What Women Want that we saw the trailer oh. for. Uh, does that come out this far? I don't know. I don't know. We don't need to get that into that. Terrible. That thing looks horrible. Okay, what else? That is one of the worst trailers ever made. <laughs> um, and then the final one I have here is Destroyer, which is getting some really good reviews. I mean, Nicole Kidman's supposedly, like, going to be in two of, like, movies that are going to be kind of Oscar frontrunners, I guess. Um, called Destroyer. It's... Um, with Nicole Kidman and she's plays a police detective who like is just a mess um, and she gets I don't know she goes undercover and she's just a disaster but it's supposed to be really good it's been getting good reviews at the uh, festivals so that's all I got for December what do you got? Um, I guess the only one to think I mean I think we'd be Crazy not to talk about Roma. Did you see the? Oh yeah. Did you see the trailer for that yet? Yeah, it's gonna be good. That's the Alfonso Cuarón uh, black and white movie in Mexico City. Yeah, he hasn't made a movie in a while. Supposedly, this is like autobiographical. Okay. Um, uh, that was gonna be a Netflix movie that they decided to release also. And then there's yeah. the Dick Cheney, uh, Christian Bale's Dick Cheney. Oh, yeah, that's going to be really good. He gained all that weight. That's uh, Adam McKay. Um, which is the only thing that's disappointing about it is the fact that Adam McKay didn't direct Holmes and Watson. 
Um, so yeah, those are the ones that I would. That's that's what I got left. I'm sure we'll talk about most of these movies one. Of course, well, we'll probably you know, but yeah, but this is a good roundup. Um, cool. So the that's director of Holmes and Watson to Get Hard. All right. Um, that's his only directing. Uh, right. He wrote. He wrote Men in Black Three. Uh, I don't know. So anyway, Holmes and Watson. It's going to be the best movie of the uh, <laughs> Christmas time. Yeah. Cool. All, All right. right. Yeah. Well, it's 1 o'clock, so i got to get some sleep. i got to be up in the morning. Yeah. But, um, uh, we'll, uh, you got anything else? Nope, that's it. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll try to do this earlier next week. All right, cool. All right, bye, everyone. Clippers, this fucking beard is weird. Tough talk from a rapper paying millions for security a year. I think my dad's gone crazy. Yeah, Haley, you right. Dad's always mad, cooped up in the studio, yelling at the mic. You sober and bored, huh? I know. I'm about to be 46 years old, dog. Talking about, I'ma call up Trick Trick. Man, you sound like a bitch, bitch. Man, I can handle your shit. Uh, mad about something I said in 2012. Took you six years and a surprise album just to come with a diss. Uh, homie, we get it. We know that you're the greatest rapper alive. Fucking dweeb, all you do is read the dictionary and stay inside. Fuck rap god, I'm the rap devil. Come a bare face with a black shovel like the Armageddon. When the smoke settle, his body next to this instrumental. I'm saying, I'm sick of them sweatsuits and them corny hats. Let's talk about it. I'm sick of you being rich and you still mad. Let's talk about it. Both of us single dads from the Midwest, we can talk about it. Or we can get gully, y'all size up your body and put some white chalk around it. Let's talk about the fact you actually blackball a rapper that's twice as young as you. Let's call Sway, ask why I can't go up to Shea 45 because of you. Let's ask Skinnerscope how you had Paul Rosenberg trying to shelf me. Still can't cover up the facts, your last four albums as bad as your selfie. Now tell me, what are you staying for? I know you can't stand yourself. Trying to be the old you so bad, you stand yourself. Let's leave all the beef in the 50. Please. M to push a 50. Why you claiming I'ma call Puff when you the one that called Diddy? Facts. Then you went and called Jimmy. Facts. The conference called me in the morning. They told me you mad about a tweet. You wanted me to say sorry. I swear to God, I ain't believe him. Please say it ain't so. The big bad bully of the rap game can't take a fucking joke. Oh, you want some fucking smoke, but not literally you'll choke. Yeah, I'll acknowledge you're the goat, but I'm the gunner, bitch. I got you in the scope. Don't have a heart attack now. Somebody help your mans up. Knees weak or old age. The real Slim Shady can't stand up. I'm sick of them sweatsuits and them corny hats. Let's talk about it. I'm sick of you being rich and you still mad. Let's talk about it. Both of us single dads from the Midwest. We can talk about it. Or we can get gully. Y'all size up your body and put some white chalk around it. Hello, Marshall. My name's Colson. You should go back to recovery. I know your ego is hurting just knowing that all of your fans discovered me. He like, damn, he a younger me. Except he dresses better and I'm ugly. Always making fun of me. Stop all the thuggery, Marshall. You living in luxury. Hey, look what you've done to me. Drop an album just because of me. Damn, you in love with me. You got money, but I'm hungry. I like it this, but you won't say them lyrics out in front of me. Shout out to every rapper that's a fun to me. Know that I'll never do you like this fuckery. Still bitter after everyone loves you. Pull that wedgie out your dungarees. I gotta respect the OGs. And I know most of them personally. Hey, but you just a bully acting like a baby so i gotta read you a nursery i'm the ghost of the future and you just have the knees of scrooge i said i'm flex anyone can get it i ain't know it would be you i'm sick of them sweatsuits and them corny hats let's talk about it i'm sick of you being rich and you still mad let's talk about it 
love of a single dad's from the Midwest. We can talk about it. Or we can get gully. I'll size up your body and put some white chalk around it. Hey. Ride a shoddy, cause I got a road, it's dope, it's a fast road, when your idols become your rivals, yeah. never hesitate to say it to your face, I'm an asshole, bitch ass motherfucker, we know you get nervous rabbit, I see mama spaghetti all over your sweater, I wish you would lose yourself in the records that you made a decade ago, they were better, according to them you're a national treasure, to me you were soft as a feather, the type to be scared to ask Rihanna for a number, just hold her umbrella, Ella Ella, I'm not afraid, okay Oscar the Grouch, chill on the couch, you got an Oscar, damn, can anyone else get some food in their mouth for real they made a movie about you you and everybody's top 10 you're not getting better with time it's fine eminem put down the pen or write an apology or with a simple fact you had a diss to acknowledge me i am the prodigy how could i even look up to you you ain't as tall as me five eight man i'm six four seven punches hold your head still last time you saw eight mile was at home on a treadmill you were named after a candy i was named after a gangster and don't be a sucker and take my verse off of yellow wolf's album thank you thank you i just want to feed my daughter you try to stop the money to support her you don't want to always talk about the action text me to addy i'm pulling up scrapping and i'm by my fucking self what's happening est captain salute me and shoot me that's what he's gonna have to do to me when he realizes that it ain't shit he can do to me everybody always hated me this isn't anything new to me yeah there's a difference between us i got all of my shit without drake producing me i know you're not used to me usually one of your disses should ruin me but bitch i'm from cleveland everybody quiet this evening i'm reading the eulogy dropped an album called kamikaze so that means he kill him Already fucked one rapper's girl this week, don't make me call Kim. I'm sick of them sweatsuits and them corny hats, let's talk about it. I'm sick of you being rich and you still mad, let's talk about it. Both of a single dad's from the Midwest, we can talk about it. Or we can get gully, I'll size up your body and put some white chalk around it.